Bum, 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 bum. Making magical vacation travel. Make your vacation unforgettable. Reconnecting pieces of time. Making them yours. And making them mine. When you choose making magical, Monica will ask you, where will your dreams take you? What? <laughs> Silly old fair. Now, would you aim me at the bees, please? <laughs> Careful, Pooh. Well, I'm tied. Yes. Four. Yes. So hi everybody and welcome. <clears throat> this is Monica Fort. I'm the owner of Making Magical Vacations Travel and I'm also the host of the Magical Tomorrows podcast. So welcome. Uh, what we do here is we have a weekly podcast uh, just to give you travel assistance, education, and the services that we provide all of our guests and uh, clients that we serve. And uh, just a little bit about who we are. We're based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, I have probably close to 25 magical specialists throughout the United States. Uh, we have plenty here and scattered throughout Pennsylvania. We also have a few near Walt Disney World. Uh, we have one about to sign with us from California. So she's probably about an hour away. Uh, from Disneyland out there and then we have uh, a bunch of our specialists scattered uh, within the United States uh, Cl Cleveland Ohio uh, North Carolina Arizona and several other places so uh, and what we do here is we specialize in all Disney vacations and to great destinations throughout the world where we maximize your time, save you money, and ensure that you get the best out of that vacation and the most out of it uh, uh, with your vacation needs. And uh, being that we've, uh, uh, me personally, have been to Walt Disney World with my family, just last month was our 75th trip in 10, uh, I, 75th trip in 12 years. Um, we have been there very, very frequently. And Prior to our last trip, just there last month, we were also out there uh, this past Christmas. So uh, a lot of my clients uh, kind of coerced me <laughs> into going, and it was great for me to go and see um, how the parks have been handling it throughout COVID. They have done a wonderful job for all of our guests uh, and the cast members, too, to keep everybody safe. And the airports are just as well. I mean, they're very safe. Uh, I feel safer in both the airports and Walt Disney World than I do locally in my own grocery store, as well as the big box stores of Target and Walmart. 
Um, and the difference there, although people are wearing masks, is that if they did temp checks, those outlets would be a lot safer, uh, just like what Disney World does and the airports. Um, and that's something that those big box stores are not doing. So um, <clears throat> I truly feel very, very safe in the airport and at Walt Disney World. And, uh, you know, I'll continue to to visit as we get through the coming months. Um, our I think our next visit is going to be sometime in May. Um, we do have some uh, travel education that uh, we have to do regularly and be part of. <clears throat> and uh, now that everybody's getting their vaccines and hopefully COVID somewhat dissipates, um, you know, more and more magic will return to the parks. Um, and the, and the, the reason I chose Winnie the Pooh, I'm just a little black rain cloud, uh, is, you know, what do you do when it does rain at Disney, right? What happens? Does the trip just stop? Um, you know, how does the parks handle the, the weather and situations like that? And should the vacation come to a halt? Um, and I want to, you know, go briefly into that because that is a topic that we get uh, very frequently with my clientele. <clears throat> and when we're doing the in um, interview process with them at the beginning, before we start the planning process, um, you know, we always talk about that. And then as we go through the planning process, getting closer to their, their arrival, you know, we always talk about the weather and how things are changing and, and stuff of that nature. So we're going to focus on, you know, hey, it's raining in Walt Disney World. And what should we do as a family? <clears throat> I'm going to get a little bit of um, uh, some of my seltzer water. Um, I just ate and uh, sometimes that uh, kind of irritates my throat a little bit. Alrighty, feels a little bit better. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, what what happens when you're in the parks, especially when you're in the parks? Sunny day, you wake up, it's beautiful, and then uh, probably around one, maybe two p.m. Here comes this freak storm out of nowhere. What do you do? And you know, if if you're really into clues. Uh, you'll notice that if you're in the stores of, you know, down Main Street in Magic Kingdom or you're coming off an attraction and there's a store at the exit, right? You'll start seeing about the weather patterns and what's happening by the register. And that's where you'll see the stack of ponchos. Um, and you'll wonder, maybe you don't even wonder it. You're just, you know, you're about your day. You're about the magic. You're not thinking about that, right? But they are, and they know how to capitalize on that because how many people aren't thinking about it, right? Maybe you didn't pack the ponchos in the backpack that you're taking into the parks. Maybe you didn't wear a, a, a rain jacket or possibly brought an umbrella with you, right? Who does? Um, we want a magical trip. We want the the sun and the beauty and, and the warmth, you know, but nature's nature, right? And it even happens in the most happiest place on the earth. Um, so typically what I tell my guests uh, when we pack, and we did a, 
a previous podcast about the packing of what to take on on a Disney vacation, whether it's a Disney cruise or Walt Disney World or Disneyland, um, is, you know, go to Walmart, go to Target, maybe Dollar Tree even has them, and pick up a bunch of ponchos for your family. Uh, They're very inexpensive. You're not going to pay the price as what you would pay while you're in the parks. Um, I've seen them range anywhere uh, from $12 to $15, and that was for an adult. Now, they're heavier. uh, They're made of a heavier plastic, unlike what you're going to get in Walmart or, or Target. However, there are varieties there that you can choose. And so if you don't want the disposable you know, plastic, you look like you were, you know, wrapped in sand, you know, sand wrap, (laughs) uh, saran wrap, you don't, uh, you know, you can go to a a thicker level of a plastic and, you know, you can pack it away and, and keep it as long as it doesn't tear and rip. But, um, but that's basically what you're going to pay, um, per person for a poncho in, in the parks at any of the stores that are there. Um, <clears throat> the other thing too is that if you are in the parks and or maybe you aren't and you're getting up and you notice that the clouds are moving in and it's looking a little dark and you know kind of gloomy uh, you don't have to be an Eeyore because uh, we're going in the theme of Winnie the Pooh here you don't have to be an Eeyore of the day there is a lot to do that you could still see and do uh, while the weather might not be in our favor and I would suggest park hopping, uh, not so much park hopping, but resort hopping. It is a thing. Uh, we talked about that in another previous podcast that we've done uh, in the Magical Tomorrows episodes. And when you resort hop, um, we can help you do that. I, I can help you plan that in the itinerary. Uh, typically on down days, we call them, is when we'll have our guests Uh, Maybe stay at the resort. They'll swim at the pool. Maybe they'll take the bus and go to Disney Springs because you don't need a ticket. You know, spend the day, uh, you know, there shopping. And they have great eateries there, too, uh, for quick service and table. And we can get those table service scheduled. Um, But for the most part, uh, resort hopping is, is very nice because you get to see the difference and the theming of those resorts. Uh, if you want to use a quick service, if you want to use a table service there, uh, several restaurants uh, within those resorts are there. Uh, specifically, uh, you know, a more, <clears throat> I would say, um, a different flavor uh, and a higher style of food than what you would get at the value resorts. Because um, basically the value resorts are considered, you know, these are quick resorts, um, they're economical for large families. They um, they have the theming. All of these resorts have the theming of, you know, Mickey and, and just being on Disney property. But also um, the cuisines are different at the moderate and deluxe resorts because people are more inclined to stick around and hang around there. Whereas if you have a family at the value, it's quick and easy and go, you know. And uh, that's that's preferably what you'll see at those resorts. But any guest staying on property is more than welcome to resort hop. Uh, maybe you are staying at a value 
go over to the moderates, go over to the deluxe resorts around the Magic Kingdom. You could do that very easily with the monorail because uh, they have the three stops that are there before they get to the park. And just explore. Just take your time. If the weather is not, you know, in the favor of the day, um, you know, hang out there, chill. Um, they have, uh, they used to have an arcade at some of them. Uh, they did away with the majority of them. Uh, you'll see them more in some of the moderate resorts as well as the values. Um, the shopping is is right there in the resorts. Um, I know Grand Floridian, they have music there. They have a pianist who's a dear friend of ours. Um, at the Polynesian, you get that Hawaiian feel. Um, and then, of course, Contemporary Resort, you know, you get to see the Mary Blair design of the wall that she did for uh, contemporary but uh, you know there's a lot of nostalgia at those resorts so I would explore um, if you are in the parks and here comes the weather and you know you're like what do we do uh, chances are you're going to see everybody uh, corral in whether it's the quick service resorts whether it's um, in the shops along there uh, just to get out of the way of the weather and then let it pass. Typically in Florida, they don't have these rainy days that are long days. If anything, these are very quick spurts of the day. Some can last 10 minutes, some can last 20 to 30 minutes, uh, whatever the case may be, but they're typically not that long and the rainy season usually happens. Uh, between June through August, um, especially in the heat and humidity. Oh my gosh, it's it's intense. Um, and just having that little bit of a spritz really doesn't do you any justice uh, when it's uh, hot and humid in the parks. Um, and some people do welcome it, you know, it's like that little bit of a spritz. Um, however, from June 1st through November 1st, it is hurricane season, and we all know that Southern Florida does get hit with uh, hurricanes. They do have their share of them. Um, I know five years ago when uh, my youngest son, we took him to Miami, Florida when we got the call for transplant uh, for him, uh, we were through Hurricane Matthew and then Hurricane Irma. And they were very intense. Um, <clears throat> but typically, uh, Central Florida has seen its share of hurricanes, but not often. It's very, f I mean, when you look at the last one to the most recent one, there's a length of time in there. Um, and, you know, some people really wondered how Walt really thought of that uh, when he decided for the Florida Project to be there. Uh, that was a big consideration uh, to be able to remain open with an all-season park, you know. Uh, first, of course, the weather is beautiful. It's always warm there, although wintertime does have its, uh, you know, share of cold snaps, you know. Um, but, uh, but for the most part, the rain shouldn't have to stop your day at all. Um, if there is threat of hurricane, I will say this. Uh, about two years ago, it was September of 2019, 
and I believe the name of the hurricane was Dorian, and uh, it was making its way for Central Florida. Luckily, it really didn't have an impact other than heavy rain and torrential downpour for about a day or so and heavy winds, but nothing really um, like what a normal hurricane would have been. It moved its way up the coast and it actually hit Jacksonville, which was about four hours north of of, uh, Orlando. However, uh, Dizzy was very, very safe. In fact, a lot of the locals who live around there boarded up their homes, made reservations to be on Disney property because uh, Dizzy has generators. Dizzy had electric. They have their own power source. Um, So they're going to keep you safe. All of the resort hotels are made in hurricane structure uh, you know, universal codes, so that way they can withstand hurricane uh, damage. And and luckily, you know, <clears throat> in 50 years, come October 1st, uh, really there hasn't been any impactful damage that happened to Walt Disney World. Maybe some downed trees, but nothing really to the buildings. Um, what we've noticed when we were there, when they had the threat of it and it was coming, um, they did have, you know, the warnings throughout the parks. They did shut the parks down early. Um, what was really neat to see was how everybody was calm. I mean, you're on Disney property. Um, the restaurants that were there for the guests, so when you're staying there, you were kind of like in a lockdown just for safety purposes. Um, the restaurants were open 24 hours for everybody who was staying on Disney property in those resorts. We were staying at the Boulder Ridge Villas. We were, uh, we are DVC members, and uh, we were um, we were staying at our, our DVC resort, Boulder Ridge of Dizzy Wilderness Lodge, and <clears throat> they had the characters. Uh, characters came to visit uh, the guests at these resorts, um, and to the values too, and it just gave that sense of calmness. Uh, especially for the kids. They had activity directors in the lobbies of these resorts uh, doing, you know, pie in the face and having fun. And they were playing Disney music and Disney trivia just to keep the the liveliness and the entertainment a little bit going. And uh, <clears throat> it was really neat to see how Disney handled that. Um, as time had moved on and the, the weather Luckily, it it did not turn into a hurricane hitting Orlando. It moved out to sea to Atlantic, and then it went up the coast, like I said, to Jacksonville. Um, The the next day, the parks were open. You know, parks were open. It it was like, okay, we're we're back in business, and you know, nobody nobody was even talking about it. It it came and went as fast as it came. It went. And, uh, you know, everybody went about their day. But if in the event you are there and there is a hurricane, I suggest, you know, hunkering down. Um, Dizzy's going to take care of you. And that's what they do. Um, They do that for their cast members. They do it for the guests that are staying there. And my husband actually said, you know, this was pre-COVID. He's mentioned that, you know, he liked it that the parks weren't so crowded, that we were able to go on the attractions. It was almost like having uh, extra magic hours. Um, That was something that we did have as guests 
staying on property before COVID came. Um, but it was like having extra magic hours all day, you know, and it was beautiful. I mean, it was uh, a sense of calm. People were still about the magic and, uh, you know, uh, the parks did close early that day. Uh, I think Magic Kingdom, we were in Magic Kingdom. It closed at like three, four o'clock. Um, Epcot closed a little bit later than that. Um, but then we got word that Epcot was reopening and we just decided to stay at the resort. But, uh, but I would not let the weather impact your trip at all. Um, dress appropriately. I, even in the summer, I tell my guests, you know, just bring a pair of pants for the kids. Um, bring, uh, like a light jacket or a sweater or a fleece, uh, because those those buses are air conditioned and they can get cold um, <clears throat> um, you know wear comfortable shoes i I just put a post about that yesterday <laughs> uh, for our magical tips um, in regards to shoes you know uh, people love to to buy new clothes before a trip who doesn't right uh, you want to look good you want to feel fresh and and uh, you know just look like you're on vacation and you are um but then people buy brand new shoes well when you're walking 14 to 18,000 steps a day on average um you're going to get blisters especially now because <clears throat> through covid um there is uh you know uh, the the physical distancing there is no fast passes um you're going to be standing in long lines and you're going to be walking a lot. Um, so, you know, ditch the new shoe. Uh, if you have to get new shoes, I would say get them two months prior and um, just basically, you know, walk around the house in them. Get them worn. Get them used to your feet. If you have a trail, um, you know, do some walking out on the trail with them so that way you can feel, you know, if they're comfortable or not. But, you know, um, just make it comfortable. <clears throat> I would also say, um, you know, bring the bug spray, bring the uh, sunscreen because you're definitely going to need it uh, while you're down there. But for, for the purpose of rain, uh, don't let that impact you. Don't let that stop you. You can do so much um, and stuff that you probably typically would have never done. There's, um, I know in Magic Kingdom, uh, there's Country Bear Jamboree, there's Carousel of Progress. These are attractions that they get people to, to view them, uh, but they normally don't, people just don't have the time for them. Um, we love them. I mean, they're the nostalgia of the park. We love Carousel of Progress to the point that my kitchen is themed in the 40s version of that attraction and uh we just love the music we love the history that walt you know had his hand in that one same with country bear jamboree and so you know if we see that it's maybe gonna rain or it looks like the threat of rain we'll go in there you know and we'll we'll you know if it's not and <clears throat> we're already in that attraction they're typically about maybe 10 to 15 minutes in length. So if we come out and we notice that, okay, yeah, here it goes again, we'll just get right back in line and sit through it again. 
Uh, we don't mind doing that. Um, but uh, I, I would not let that impact you. So, you know, you might see an attraction that you typically would walk right by and not even not even think twice about it. Um, the buses are air-conditioned. Uh, so, you know, that's why I say if you see that threat of weather, yeah, you might have to lug the, the fleece, but, you know, you're not going to be chilly on that bus if you were to get wet. Um, but bring the ponchos, um, you know. Um, I, I did see a vlog of a, of a fella who, um, he did this trial. It was one day, because he lives down there, he, he was wearing a poncho. And the next day he took an umbrella. The umbrella for little kids would not be, I, I would say, ditch the umbrella because number one, they're little. It's going to start looking like a weapon to them. <laughs> you know how little kids could be if they have their siblings. Um, and then, you know, um, now, typically right now, the, the crowd is not really there. Uh, because of COVID and the social distancing aspect that Dizzy has to maintain, the limited capacity. But uh, even so, you don't want to get hit by an umbrella, you know, or rubbed by an umbrella, you know. So I would not take the umbrella. He, When he did his uh, trial of testing it out, what was better, the poncho or the, the umbrella? Um, the umbrella really didn't cover him much as when the wind would come with that rain. And uh, so, you know, you have to take that into consideration that your clothes are probably going to get wet. Um, the poncho was better. It, you know, kept you better. Yeah, you got sticky under if it's hot and humid, but, you know, it is what it is down there. So, you know, I would, you know, you're able to take a backpack into the parks. It will be searched because of security. But make that your backpack of, you know, stuff. Uh, hand sanitizer, hand wipes that are antibacterial. Uh, you could put water in there for everybody. You could put some snacks in there for everybody. Um, Dizzy will allow you to do that. Um, bug spray, maybe the uh, sunscreen, your ponchos, uh, the fleeces, if you could roll them up and fit them in it, you know. Um, and just, you know, just nonchalantly, just play the day as you see fit. You know, if you feel like you have to uh, go back to the resort, you can, but you have options there. You know, you like I said, you can resort hop and you can uh, go into the shops. You can um, go into some attractions that you typically would not be able to. Um, Dizzy, like I said, with any hurricane watches or storm watches, um, are going to notify. You'll hear that over the loudspeakers within the, the parks and, uh, cast members will keep you informed. They get that news and, uh, they'll keep everybody informed. So you're going to be safe, but, uh, take it day by day. You know, um, I would not let that weather, um, stop your trip. I, we've been in it so many times. I mean, 75 times in 12 years is a lot of trips. Um, it might, you know, it's always like this. Um, you know, when you're going through a problem, it seems like, oh, you know, but then over time, when you look back at it, you laugh. Uh, I remember one time we were 
on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And they had that threat. It was spotty, you know, showers. And it spritz here, and then it would, the sun would come out, and spritz again, and the sun would come out. And uh, this time, though, it, there was the dark clouds, and here was the rain, and we're on the attraction. And so if you're familiar with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and here comes the song, Hi-Ho, Hi-Ho, and, you know, we're going up that hill before we make the crest, um, we saw, here was the rain, we're like, ah, oh. and just as we come down, and we're picking up speed, the, the car stopped, and now we were getting wet <laughs> with this little bit of a torrential downpour, and right there, if you've ever had your pictures done in Memory Maker, and you're on that attraction, you know right where I'm talking about, that's where it stopped, and everybody's face in our picture was like crumped up and <laughs> just, you know, and looking back at it was now it's hilarious. But going through it, oh, my God, the, the whole day we had to be soaked. I mean, it was almost like we were on Splash Mountain and we weren't. And uh, everybody was just commenting, you know, how this was and. You know, it, it's just, it was just fun. You know, looking back at it and seeing the faces and the facial expressions is is delightful now, you know. And, uh, you know, you can make memories that way. You know, when you pull the photos out and you're looking at them, you know, you can make those memories. And like I said, and like Dizzy always says, they're going to last a lifetime. So, you know, make memories, make memories. And let the kids, you know, little ones love puddles. So, if, you know, if they have their sandals on, <clears throat> let them, you know, what a beautiful photo of a backdrop of the castle would be. Or maybe there's a character in the background, you know, on a float and they're jumping in the puddles. Take pictures. You know, they're only going to be kids once. And uh, especially in Walt Disney World, it might be, you know, the lifetime trip. Um, hopefully you're going to continue that family tradition of, of going to Walt Disney World and Disney vacations. Um, but, you know, if this is, here it is, this is the, the, the only trip to Walt Disney World and maybe you have a daughter who's five years old and picture her in a nice little mini raincoat or a princess raincoat and she's got her sandals on and her sunglasses, you know, and she's jumping in the puddles. What a great memory that's going to be. And, you know, even Gene Kelly had a beautiful song, you know, Singing in the Rain. So here you are walking down Main Street, singing the rain, you know, make it fun, make it enjoyable. Um, you're not going to melt, you know, and everybody is going to have the wet hair look. <laughs> um, yes, it's going to be, you know, kind of wet and cold, but guess what? It is what it is. You're in this most magical place on earth. Um, life is too short. Uh, everybody is, you know, who's in the parks that day is feeling you, uh, because they're all going through it too. Um, but you know, you're going to make memories there. That's going to last a lifetime. And I wouldn't let that rain damper your parade. None at all. Um, you know, like I said, you're going to find, maybe you do hidden Mickey's and you find hidden Mickey's, um, Maybe you do those headband Disney games, you know, while the rain is going. Maybe you take in a quick service meal. Uh, maybe you 
get a snack. Uh, maybe you enjoy a dessert that you typically wouldn't do. Um, there's just so many options, just so many, so many different ways that you can spend your time. And when you think about it, you know, any rainy day is best in Disney compared to a rainy day at home, you know. So, <laughs> you know, when you look at it that way, um, now it's now it makes it, it makes it all better, you know. And uh, that's what we're here to do. If if the weather is really, really bad where, um, you know, you might have canceled flight or a delayed flight, you need to give us a call um, whether you're coming or going because we need to alert uh, Dizzy's Magical Express and the resort if you're coming in. If you're checking out and you're at the hotel, uh, you're at the airport and uh, you're waiting for that flight to come off but it might be delayed or it might be canceled, still give us a call um, because we need to know. Um, you might have private transportation that's going to pick you up from here to bring you home. So we're going to need to alert them. Um, but also to possibly make arrangements for you at, um, you know, the Orlando International Airport. I, in my 32 years, have never had to do that for anybody. Um, but that's not to say it can't happen, right? Um, if you know of, um, you know, that the weather is going to be bad. Uh, let, let's say there is a potential hurricane. This would happen. This is what happened to us uh, back in 2019, like I just stated. We were um, supposed to arrive uh, September the 2nd of 2019. And uh, we get this alert from Southwest uh, stating that the flights were going to be canceled. The airport was going to shut down in Orlando due to this potential threat of this hurricane. So luckily for us, we we were able to fly out on September 1st, uh, got there. Uh, luckily, Boulder Ridge had rooms available because there could be some limited availability. Um, but that's not that if that happens, don't worry. Uh, because we'll be able to handle that. And so does Dizzy. They do it very well. Um, but uh, luckily for us, we were able to have our room early extended. And then on the way back home, now that storm that was in Florida had moved its way up the, the eastern seaboard and was coming up north. And that impact of the heavy winds, the outer bands of that hurricane, were very big and uh, it impacted Philadelphia and that's where we were flying back home into. Um, we got notifications then. So we were supposed to leave on September the 8th and uh, we wound up flying home September 11th because the flights were closed for two days. We, we just, we couldn't get any flights home. So luckily for us, uh, Disney was able to, we couldn't extend our vacation at Dizzy's Boulder Ridge Villas. But because we are DVC resorts, they did have two nights over at Dizzy's Old Key West, which is another beautiful resort. Um, and Dizzy would do this even if you're not a DVC member. So you just need to call me um, and then I'll look up the availability and, uh, you know, get you guys situated. Um, what's really nice if that happens is Bell Services has your luggage. They will then transport that over to the new hotel. 
Keep in mind, though, whatever you want, maybe it's a change of clothes, maybe it's some items, um, it can take a delay, even though it's very close uh, for them to just hop over from Boulder Ridge and take it over to Old Key West. They're doing that for, you know, several hundred people at any given time. So it's not going to be, you know, within an hour. They'll try their best. But uh, if you have a carry-on, take it with you. You know, take it with you. What I would suggest you do is, um, you know, take what you need. Uh, let Bell Services have the rest of the luggage. They'll deliver that over to the other resort. Meanwhile, the, the, the resort buses don't go from resort to resort. So go to a park, uh, then pick up a shuttle, the the resort bus which is like a shuttle pick that up from that park to the new resort and then just go over there and then keep everything with bell services until maybe the room is ready already maybe it's not um but you know keep that over there and just hang out at that resort maybe get a lunch uh check out the resort maybe you've never stayed there before you know uh they have pools all of these resorts have pools uh, they're beautiful, so, you know, it, it's going to be adventurous, to say the least, but um, you're still on Disney property. So it's better to check the weather before you go home, so you don't have to have a tragical, what we call the tragical time going home, after you leave Disney property going to the airport. You know, who wants to stay, really, at the airport, you know? I mean, if you have to, you have to, but if you don't have to... Just give me a call. I'll call the resort, see what we could do to extend the stay and, uh, you know, get you situated. And that's the beauty of having us because, you know, we can make those telephone calls lickety split. I mean, we're always on it. My cell phone, all of my guests have it. It's my personal phone, but it's my business phone. I don't want to have text messages that I don't see and my clients need help you know, or need assistance. That, that'll that never come. There, I'm always on there. Um, and that's the beauty of having us is that we're there with you from the start to the, through the planning process right up until you guys come home. And, uh, you know, that's why we're here. That's what we do. And, uh, you know, we ensure that for all of our guests. So, you know, it's like I said, don't, don't let this day be a downer. Uh, we don't want to call it an Eeyore day. Uh, it's a magical day, you know, and sometimes the rains, you know, again, you know, the sun comes out after a rain. We've seen beautiful rainbows at Walt Disney World. And typically we've always been in Magic Kingdom when they happen. And it's a beautiful sight. You know, it's it's just God's gift, you know, of a rainbow. And that's that's his covenant to us. That's his promise to us. And, uh, you know, seeing that there in the most magical, most happiest place on earth is just more magic. You know, it's what else can you call it? Um, you know, it's just a beautiful, beautiful sight. So, um, I hope that gives you some guidance there 
that, you know, what happens if it rains in the parks? What can we do? You know, what can us as a family do? Does does our day have to stop and go back to the resort? Or, you know, if it's raining, do we, we see it outside? Do we even leave the resort? Yes, I would. Because those rains are, unless it's, like I said, a major, major uh, winter, not winter, but a, a storm event, uh, such as a hurricane or a tornado or a twister, chances are that that rain shower is going to be minute. And, uh, yeah, it, it inconveniences you and some guests. But you know what? Um, you're, you're Again, you're there at the magic and you're, you're trying to experience it. So I hope that helps. I hope that, you know, gives you some peace of mind of what to do and how to do it when you're in the parks. That's what we're here for. We give that travel assistance. We give that travel education. And we do provide travel services for all of our guests. So um, please stay safe. Make it magical wherever you go. And we will see you real soon. Bye-bye. Is it raining in there? It's raining out here, too. As a matter of fact, it was raining all over the Hundred Acre Wood. There was a thunderstorm on page 71. Three, there was a bit of a cloudburst. It rained, and it rained, and it rained. The rain, rain, rain came down, 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 in rushing, rising rivulets, till the river crept out of its bed and crept right into piglets. Poor piglet, he was frightened with quite a rightful fright. And so in desperation, a message he did write. Help, Piglet, me. Making magical vacation travel Make your vacation unforgettable Reconnecting pieces of time Making them yours And making them mine you choose making magical monica will ask you where will your dreams take you